o'clock on Monday, the 20th of June, 2011. The Arizona Emergency Net Maricopa is now in session. This is KF7CCC Net Control. My name is Andrew. Before I proceed, is there any emergency or priority traffic for the net? Every Monday night, the Arizona Emergency Net Maricopa meets for training and exercise in the public service communications arts. Someone has to be ready. This net is dedicated to addressing that challenge. The Arizona Emergency Net Maricopa also activates during threats or emergencies affecting Maricopa County. So when trouble strikes Maricopa County, tune here. This net is an activity, not a separate organization. We don't recruit people from their chosen organization, so join the public service organization of your choice and come here to learn, hone your skills, and exercise your equipment. All are welcome. The only requirements are a radio, a license to use it on the net, and an interest in using both for the benefit of others. We expect to make mistakes and learn from them. Old grumps and sorry attitudes don't belong here. This frequency is hereby a can-do, how-to zone. This is KS7 CCC Net Control. The Arizona Emergency Net Maricopa is held on the mount board figures 146.92 minus offset and the Shaw Butte figures 147.24 plus offset link repeaters. Both repeaters require a figures 162.2 hertz tone. Use the repeater you can access best. Thanks to the good guys of the Arizona Repeater Association for authorizing us to use these repeaters. Any stations that can't reach the repeater should try transmitting simplex on the output frequency of the repeater. Wait for the repeater to stop transmitting before you transmit. Any stations that hear someone that the net control cannot hear should notify me with the word relay. In the event that the repeater fails, we will use simplex on the Shaw Butte frequency, figures 147.24 simplex. This is KF7CCC net control. I need a volunteer for alternate net control. Alternate net control copies check-ins with me and keeps notes, informs me when I double with someone, and is available for special assignments. Alternate net control will assume net leadership if I cannot continue. I don't think a station volunteered last week to help out tonight, so is there someone who can volunteer for net control tonight? volunteer for alternate net control, I'd like to know when I double with someone, if there's anyone out there who can do that. B7AYU. Whiskey 7, Alpha Yankee Uniform, are you volunteering for alternate net control? Yes, I am. Thank you, sir. You're a gentleman and a scholar. All right. Uh, can I get your uh, email address and I'll shoot you the script? My email address is uh, my call sign at awrl.net.
real life approach to the idealized net we held when the tornado came through. I'm not going to name names, but I've heard about a Skywarn group that was forced off the air when storms arrived. We don't want that to happen here. When trouble strikes in Maricopa County, tune here. Someone has to be ready. Are you? The Arizona Emergency Net Maricopa is a directed net. Direct all calls to net control. Please do not blast your traffic until authorized by net control. Tonight, I'm going to start taking check-ins in two groups. Group number one will be those who have had experience operating despite weather conditions. If you've kept your station safely on air despite lightning, high winds, or other weather, check in with that group. Group number two will be those who have not activated your station safely during heavy weather. If you disconnect your radio antenna and power when there's a thunderstorm, check in with that group. If you've been active during a thunderstorm while standing on a mountaintop with a golf club in your hand, that's the group for you as well. Let's start with stations who have had experience with operating safely during heavy weather. If you've done this, please check in now, three at a time with your call sign only. Kilo, Foxtrot, 7, Mike, Zulu, Bravo. November 7, November 10, Mike, and November 7, Lima, Quebec, Kilo. I acknowledge K7MZB, N7NTM, N7LQK. And there was a double with that, so the station whose name I haven't called, please come now. I guess there was more than one double there. Okay, let's try that again. Uh, let's just go with, uh, please check in with your uh, FCC call sign now if you haven't heard me. P5DAR. Kilo 7, Tango, Echo, Juliet. N7, PSW. I acknowledge P5DAR, N7, PSW. Next three stations, please come now. Info. Info, go ahead. Yeah, you doubled with uh, KMG, I think. All right, uh, station ending in KMG, please come with your call sign. Yeah, sorry about that, Andrew, I can't count. Uh, Whiskey 7, Kilo Michaels. No problem, I run into that problem too. All right, thank you, Steve. Next three stations, please come now. K7TEJ, not sure if you got me earlier, Andrew. Kilo Delta 7, Echo Tango Hotel. I got you, K7TEJ, and I copied Lee, KDD7ETH, and I copied a partial from uh, a station that was weekend. It was KC7-something-Juliet-Alpha. That station, please come again. Still not making out that, uh, one, two, three, fourth uh, letter of your call sign. Uh, I copied your name as Gordon. If you could come again with your call sign a couple times, that would help me. Relay. Relay, go ahead. I believe the letter you're missing is Lima. K-E-7-V-I-M. Thank you, Kevin. I copied Kilo Charlie 7, Lima, Juliet, Alpha. All right, three more stations. Please come here to see call signs. Info, go ahead. Uh, somebody was talking behind you on the Mount Order Peter. All right, let's... Uh, let me let the repeater drop, and then we'll wait for uh, three more stations to come in. So, three more stations to check in, having had experience with heavy weather and operating your station during that time. Please come now. Norway 1, Norway, Mexico. Kilo Echo 7, Echo Juliet Foxtrot. 
Kilo, Echo 7, uh, Victor, India, November. I copy N1NM, KE7EJF, and KE7VIN. Next three stations you have operated during heavy weather. Please come now. Kilo 7, Tango, Juliet, Zulu. Kilo 9, Echo, Delta, Kilo. I copy K7TJZ and K9EDK. Any other stations who've had uh, experience operating in heavy weather conditions? Whiskey Bravo 7, Uniform Lima Whiskey. I acknowledge WB7ULW. Last call for stations who've had uh, uh, experience operating during heavy weather conditions. Please come down. activated their stations during heavy weather. If your transmitter becomes off when the lightning strikes, or if it becomes a threat to health and safety, please check in now, three at a time with your call sign only. Whiskey 7 Charlie Golf Hotel. Echo 7 Whiskey Hotel Echo. Kilo Fox Rod 7, Mike Mike X-Ray. I acknowledge W7CGH, K7WHE, and KF7MMX. Three more stations who, have, who do not activate their station during heavy weather or who are a danger to the life of others, uh, please come down. Kilo Fox Trot 7, November, Lima X-Ray. Kilo 2, Zulu, Zulu, Quebec. Whiskey. I acknowledge KF7NLX and K2ZZQ. There is a station ending in Whiskey. Please come again. Kappa Foxtrot. Papa Michael Whiskey. Kappa Kilo Foxtrot. Seven Papa Michael Whiskey. I'm sorry. AF7 PMW, we got you in the log. All right, three more stations who have uh, not had experience operating safely in heavy weather. Please come now. Kilo Foxtrot 7, Juliet, Oscar. Kilo Foxtrot 7, Oscar, Quebec Zulu. Uh, KF7JGO, I got you, and KF7OQZ, I got you. Uh, third station, please come now. Kilo Echo 7, Juliet Yankee Tango. I acknowledge KE7JYT. All right, three more stations who have not had experience operating in heavy weather conditions. Please come now with your FCC call sign. All right, last call for all stations. Any station who hasn't yet checked in, please come now. Alpha Delta 7, Alpha Sierra. November 7, November Mike Delta. I acknowledge 87AF and N7NND, thank you. Uh, any other stations who haven't yet checked in, please come down. Whiskey.
Alpha 7, Sierra Romeo, Papa. I acknowledge WA7 SRP. Any other stations? Last call for stations that haven't checked in that would like to do so. Please come now.
Yeah, lightning would sure do it too. Uh, this is KF7 CCC net control. So now that I'm back on the 10 minute warning. Uh, next, uh, KC7 LJA, please come with your report. Um, this is Gordon. If you don't have your radio at hand, KC7 LJA. Yeah, if the weather prevents you from getting to your radio, that certainly will keep you off the air. Uh, N1NM, please come with your report. Steve, the need to deploy or take care of your family away from a radio. N1NM. Absolutely correct. It's life, uh, safety, and the health of others before amateur radio comes along. KE7EGF, please come with your report. Dennis, my house falling down. KE7EGF. Thank you, Dennis. KE7VIN, please come with your report. Kevin, and uh, a high wind could take out my antenna. KE7VIN. Thank you, Kevin. K7TJZ, please come with your report. K7TJZ, name is Dick. Depending on where I'm at, it would depend on what it would take, but uh, I will shut down for lightning until the lightning has long since passed uh, the immediate area. Long enough that it's not going to come bolting back over through the clouds and do a cloud hop down to where I'm at. K7TJZ. Yeah, we have very sensitive lightning detectors, so let us know there's lightning by little wisps of smoke that come out of them. Okay, K9 EDK, please come with your report. The name here is Ed, and I have been taken off the air by a power surge caused by a nearby lightning strike. K9 EDK. Thank you, Ed. Uh, WB7 ULW, please come with your report. Uh, catastrophic power supply failure. W-B-7-U-L-W, Thank you, Glenn. All right, moving on to stations that have not had experience with heavy weather. Uh, we'll start with W-7-C-G-H. Please come with your name and something related to the weather that can take you off the air. Charlotte, and I would say lightning. I'd be afraid of lightning. W7KGH. Thank you, Charlotte. How about K7WHE? Please come with your report. Two oh seven Whiskey Hotel Echo. Are you on frequency? We'll try to get back with them in a little bit. KF7 MMX, will you come with your report, please? Uh, name's Adam. Uh, since I'm pretty much only uh, handheld user at this point, uh, about the only thing that will take me out would be running out of batteries. KF7 MMX. Thank you, Adam. KF7 NLX, please come with your report. If this is KF7 NLX. Name is Todd. And I'll go with uh, direct lightning strike. We have seven NLX. That's going to take out more than your radio, but uh, okay, that is certainly related to the weather. K2ZZQ, please come with your report. Doug, having to abandon my truck due to high winds. K2ZZQ. Thank you, Doug. Uh, KF7, PMW, please come with your report. Alan, I'm handheld, so the only thing that would keep me off is if I lost it or couldn't find it or batteries are dead. KF7, PMW. Thank you, Alan. Uh, KF7, JGO. Peter, probably either a threat of lightning or some kind of damage to my antenna. KF7, JGO. 
KF7, OQZ, please come with your report. Harry? And I have a handheld as also, so the battery is going completely dead, would take me off. Thank you, Harry. Uh, KD7JYT, please come with your report. Name's Kevin, and probably getting water in my non-waterproof radio, KD7JYT. Yep, water in the radio can certainly take you off the air. All right, 87AF, please come with your report. 87AF, uh, name is Leonard. The only thing I can think of that would really take me off because of hand the handheld and everything would be an EMP, otherwise known as lightning strike. 87AF. Thank you, Leonard. N7NMD, please come with your report. Uh, this is N7NMD. Um, I actually have been thinking a lot about this, but I don't think there's any situation in which... Um, I'm bragging, but it could take me down, which I couldn't uh, duct tape a solution to. So I will figure it out. I will be on the air. N7 NMD. Quack, quack. I don't know. I think we can figure something out to take you out, Dan. Uh, WA7 SRP, please come with your report. WA7 SRP, Dan. I'm the guy on the hill with a 9-iron in my hand, so I don't worry much about lightning. Uh, but I do have a 50-year-old shamalash out by my antenna that I do worry about in the wind. That's about it. WA7SRP. Thank you, Dan. And KF7FAL, please come with your report. Name is Dennis. Uh, be a major medical problem from my mobile home rolling over in the wind. Other than that, I'll be back on here, KF7FAL. Thank you, Dennis. Good report. So we've heard a number of things that could take a station off the air during the weather event. Um, let's go over a few of them and elaborate a little bit more. Um, so a few people focused on the antenna system. That's one of the most obvious failure points, especially if something that was on your roof is now in the street, or worse, in a power line. What sorts of things would you use to operating if the antenna disappeared. Now that was a really good double, so uh, let's try uh, once again. What would you do if your antenna on the roof disappeared? A5DAR. N7LQK. I acknowledge N7LQK. Let's start with K5DAR. Well, I'm operating out of my truck, so I have more than one antenna I can use. K5DAR. Yeah, if you've got a mobile rig in your car or truck, then you can use that. Uh, N7LQK, please come with yours. Sort of the same idea. Um. Besides our external antennas, we have an internal antenna that is a mag mount attached to a pizza pan, a metal pizza pan from the dollar store, attached to an L bracket attached to the wall. So if lightning starts being an issue outside, we just turn it to the inside antenna. N7LQK. Yep, an internal antenna is definitely a, a good option. Uh, one question that I will ask is, if you have an internal antenna and you, use, you plan on using it during a storm, are you sure that you have the cables that you need to connect the mobile antenna to your rig? Uh, that's something that uh, came up for me a little bit ago, and uh, I was scrummaging through trying to find uh, an adapter. All right, any other ideas that would uh, you could use if you lost your main antenna? Kilo 7, Tango Juliet Zulu. K7 TJZ. Okay, to start with, if the main antenna goes bye-bye, I've still got the inside antenna. I've got a couple of handy talkies, and I have another couple of antennas laying in the wood that can be put together and tied in. And yes, I do keep a set of adapters for any configuration that I might run into. K7 TJZ. 
This is KS7CCC Net Control. Yep, definitely alternate antennas. If you've got one in the attic that you can use, if you've got a spare one, uh, definitely want to use that. Um, a couple people mentioned HTs. Um, is there anyone who has uh, tested their HT and discovered that they couldn't hit a repeater with it? Please come with yours. 
my case, I need a working flashlight. I prefer the crank ones that um, you can recharge the batteries on, so I can find BHT and 7LQK. Yeah, it's a good idea to have a battery-powered or a hand-crank light in your station. Also, it might not be a bad idea to have a battery-powered weather radio that you can listen in on in case you need to. Uh, KS7, FAL, please come with yours. Well, if the uh, battery backup fails, I uh, crank up the generator, recharge the battery, and put the station back on the air. KF7, FAL. Yeah, if you have a generator and you can get it up and running in a storm, that's a good thing to do. Uh, if it hasn't been up since the last storm, you may want to check it before then uh, in order to avoid an unpleasant surprise. All right, uh, anything else that uh, could... Uh, take you, that you might want to think about uh, with regard to power. AE7EGF. AE7EGF, go ahead. Actually, if it's okay with you, you picked up on something that we kind of brushed over on antennas, but it's probably a good time to address it while it's on my mind if it's all right with you. Go ahead, I'd like to learn it. You made the comment that it's great as long as you uh, don't get the lightning strike before you unhook your, your you know, switch your power. Uh, a good rule of thumb is if you have lightning in the air, in the area, get off the outside antenna if you have the inside choice. Uh, for instance, me, I can just literally switch to the uh, mag mount sit on the file cabinet and keep it right on going pretty much uninterrupted. So that's something to think about. Don't wait until the lightning gets there. KE7EJF. Now that is good advice. Uh, definitely don't want to smoke either the front end of your radio or your antenna or your, uh, well, I guess the other end of your radio with the power. Okay, any further comments or questions about power? N7VX. N7LQK. I acknowledge N7LQK. We'll start with N7VBX. Go ahead. Yeah, it's Victor Echo X. We have a uh, question for Dennis. Do you do that with a coax switch, and if so, what is the other side too? Good question. KE7EGF, do you want to answer that? Um, actually, no. The outside antenna, or I'm sorry, the, the mag mount inside, when, when that's hooked up, everything else is unhooked. The switch is hooked to the beam and the omni, and that gets unhooked and thrown across the room, and is hopefully in a safe location, and the... Uh, other, so it's not near the uh, radio. The other antenna is a complete separate hookup. Plug it into the back of the radio. KE7HF. This is KF7 Net Control. Yep, definitely don't want to have the uh, antenna anywhere near if there's a chance that lightning could hit it. All right, N7LQK, I heard you and I'll come back. I'm coming back to you now. First of all, if you can hear the lightning, it's close enough to hit you. Second of all, we're talking about power for our own stations. Um, more often we lose the power on the mountain and the repeater has to go to battery backup than our own station. So, um, you may have to be able to hit other repeaters as well, N7LQK. That's an important point, Donna. Uh, if you lose the repeater, uh, things may not all be there when you want to use them in the event of a storm, either because of lightning strikes or because of power loss or other reasons. Any further comments or questions about power? K7TJZ. K7, TJC, go ahead. Forget the flashlights in case commercial power goes bye-bye, especially at night, uh, because if you can't see it to write down a message, how are you going to pass the traffic? K7, TJC. Yep, you definitely want a flashlight, and uh, I would argue for a pen and paper as well. Don't rely on your computer being there to uh, take notes on as well. KF7CCC, that control. Now, I'm going to switch focus a little bit and focus on the operator. 
Even if your transmitter is working perfectly, if there's no one in front of the mic, then your station won't be passing any traffic. What are some things that might keep you off, and how can you make sure that they have as little an effect as possible? Don't forget, the operators aren't always inside of the nice comfy base station. You might be in the field in an event when bad weather moves in. What can you do? on earlier, uh, first things first, is uh, your safety and the safety of others. Uh, if you're caught out in, uh, in, in a bad situation, your first priority needs to get into a safe situation, and then uh, and from there consider how, how you're going to get on the air. Uh, you know, it doesn't do you any good if you're if you're the one that ends up needing assistance. Uh, you know, you'll be doing anybody good. So, first priority before getting on the air is get yourself in a safe position from which it's safe to get on the air. K7 PEJ. Yeah, you definitely want to make sure you're you're sheltered from the the elements and uh, safe to operate. Uh, anything else that you might uh, take into account uh, when operating? Possibly outside, possibly inside, with regard to the operator. K5DAR. K5DAR, go ahead. Make sure you're well fed, you're well liquefied, and any medications you have to have, make sure you're up, up to snuff on those, so that you're healthy and happy and not uh, pain. K5DAR. Very good advice. You don't want to go hypoglycemic, and you don't want to go dehydrated, especially in Arizona. And uh, yes, you don't want to go into anything else that you might need medication to keep you from going into. Uh, anything else that uh, people might, have, might think of that would help uh, keep the operator on in the event of hard weather. KF7 PMW. KF7 PMW, go ahead. In my case, I'm probably my own worst enemy. I'm relatively new to ham radio, and uh, what, three or four weeks ago when we had a simulation, we were supposed to work without the simulator, I pushed a button on my radio, and it took me three, two to three weeks to get the radio so it could work again. So one of the things I do is I'm continually going through the instruction manual on my radio and trying to keep up so I know what button does what. KF7PMW. Another good one that I hadn't written down. Know your radio. Yes, make sure that you know how to use it. Uh, and be aware that you may be uh, in a heavy weather ending up using someone else's radio. So if you had experience with other people's radios, that helps as well. Uh, anything else that people might think of that would uh, help keep the operator on the air? N7VEX. I acknowledge N7LQK, N7BEX. I got your call sign right that time. For those folks that have that are coffee drinkers that have no power and their electric coffee maker isn't going to work, have a perk, coffee percolator kicking in the back of the cupboard someplace and know how to use it. Yep, I don't know if that comes under the... Uh, listing of uh, emergency medications or not, but yeah, you definitely might want to have coffee around. Uh, N7LQK, go ahead. The last gentleman needs to ID, and you need to have an emergency plan for your children. I am thinking of the four-legged kind, the finned kind, or the feathered kind. Um, someone close by that can feed them in case when you are out deployed, you have to stay deployed longer than planned. N7LQK. That's true. Uh, we'll let uh, N7BEX ID, and uh, then I'll talk a little bit more about that. N7BEX. Thank you very much. And yeah, definitely you want to have a plan for your... Uh, I, I like the way you put that. Two and four-legged children. Uh, if there's something that uh, you need to do for them, remember they're part of your family. They take priority over the uh, you know, passing traffic in the, in the weather. Uh, I guess 
Anything else that uh, people might think would take an operator offline? Well, I guess we beat that topic to death. Um, so we talked about keeping your station on air, but sometimes that's the wrong thing to do. Uh, what are some signs that you should pack up your radio gear? Okay, this is KF7 CCC. 
net control. Now, if you do have to go off air, what should you do? K7TEJ. K7TEJ, go ahead. At all possible, advise uh, the net control or get a QST message out to the net advising them of your status and, uh, and any ETA for your return to the air uh, or any other alternate plans. But uh, if possible, again, uh, safety first. If it's real quick and you don't have the time, don't worry about it. Uh, but if possible, uh, advise uh, net control so they know uh, what's going on. K7TEJ. Yeah, net control will definitely appreciate knowing that you're going off the air, and if you can let them know if it's going to be a permanent or a temporary condition, that will also help them as well. Um, and I talked a little bit about repeater failure. What do you do if the repeater fails? Uh, what can happen? TEJ. K7TEJ, go ahead. I learned the hard way when we had the repeater failure drill. Have the uh, the input, the uh, the repeater frequency uh, dialed in in one of your memories as simplex without uh, without the tone or offset. Uh, it'll save a lot of fumbling with buttons uh, when you're trying to get back on the air. K7TEJ. Yeah, it never hurts to plan ahead and have at least a few repeater input frequencies set in memories if you can. Uh, the other thing is, if you can uh, learn on your radio how to set the frequency uh, in the event of an emergency, that means that if you have a, a repeater that you got forced onto because of other repeater failures, you'll be able to uh, use their input frequency as well instead of uh, calling on the output frequency or calling on the yeah, use their output frequency instead of calling on the uh, input frequency. Um, anything else about uh, going off the air? K5DAR. K5DAR, go ahead. Start setting up local area uh, simplex net. And one person designated from that to tie it to another net. And it's flying on simplex as well. And that one can get into the weather cha weather channel or the weather guys, and then we can carry nets. We can carry information through those particular simplex nets back to the weather system. K5 DAR. Yeah, local area simplex nets are important, and they may not be on repeater frequencies. They may be on other frequencies. So frequency agility is, is important. Um, one thing that a lot of people who had HD said was that nothing could uh, get you off the air because you were indoors, but if the repeater goes down, uh, you're, you may not be able to hit the next repeater. So make sure that uh, you can slide around and uh, go to possibly a, a non-repeater frequency and join a simplex net if you can find one. Uh, definitely remember the uh, 147.240 simplex, which is where to tune in the event of an emergency when the shot mute repeater is down. Uh, anything else? Uh, this is KF7CCC Net Control. Any further comments or questions about weather safety tips? Anything else? Alpha Yankee Uniform. I think I copied two stations, W7ALU, I acknowledge you, and then there was a station before that with a whiskey. Please come with your traffic. N7VEX. Okay, I guess I got it wrong. N7VEX, go ahead. Regarding the subject of uh, area simplex frequencies, it seemed to me like that would be a good project for MCECG. Uh, are there not city and area coordinators besides uh, the county people? Over? As far as I know, there are no official coordinators for anything with the MCECG. MCECG has no membership roster, no bylaws, no dues. So. Uh, but we do occasionally have experience 
with repeater failures or simulated repeater failures, and that's when we learn how to uh, do work on simplex nets. Um, uh, W7AYU, I think you were next. Please come. Just wanted to make a general note there that uh, if you are taken off the air for any uh, reason and uh, you have any plans to return to the air, there's uh, nothing that prevents you from, uh, or maybe there's nothing that prevents you from uh, taking notes of, as to what's happening to you uh, during your time off the air. That information may be useful once you return uh, back to the air. Uh, you know, hail size, uh, wind speed, things like that. W7AYU. Absolutely. If you are off the air there's, and there's nothing else that's preventing you from doing it, by all means, be an observer. Because for some things, for instance, Skywarn, that is uh, what they want you to do, whether you're on the air or not. Anything else for uh, any other topics that uh, have to do with surviving the storm, please come now. K5DAR. KE7CIM. I acknowledge KE7BIN, K5DAR, please come with your traffic. Now, my type of concern is Skywarn. Make sure that uh, the people should go get their Skywarn training, get their Skywarn number, mine's MAA723, and that's a good thing to do, and they give you the other information about keeping up with the weather, and there's some telephone numbers you can use, different frequencies you can use, and all that kind of information will be available to you. K5DAR. Yep, if you plan to participate in the Skywarn net, or even if you don't, and you want to be uh, know what a good observer can observe, then that's good information to have, and you can find that by searching the web for Skywarn. KE7BIN, uh, what about your traffic? I just wanted to clarify something that was said earlier. Uh, the, uh, one station asked about MCECG, and, and uh, when you replied, you actually replied about the ANMAR, this net which is not MCECG. This is the Arizona Emergency Net in Maricopa. Uh, the uh, Maricopa County Emergency Communication Group is a, a separate organization and uh, uh, probably might be able to do some things like that. And, there, uh, and then there's ARIES, of course. And uh, that, I think, is probably what this gentleman was actually talking about. And of course, here, ARIES and MCECG are, are somewhat connected, but not officially, I guess. But um, there are, I think, uh, other coordinators uh, at the ARIES level, um, but I'm not sure what they are. Dennis could probably give us a, an answer to that, uh, but that may be out of our scope tonight. But I just wanted to clear up the confusion about uh, ANMAR and MCECG. KE7VIM. Thank you, Kevin. That's something I knew but forgot. Yep, uh, my face is red right now. Uh, that's correct. Anmar is not MCECG. And uh, yes, there are people in MCECG who uh, pay attention to these things, and uh, I should as well. <laughs> All right, uh, anything else? Uh, lightning safety tips? Uh, I think we're going to wrap it up soon, so if anyone else has any other traffic about surviving the storm, please come down. MTEJ. EJF. NMD. All right. K7TEJ, please come with your traffic. And before you do, I'll acknowledge KE7EJF and M7NMD. So you will get to you guys after that. K7TEJ. Earlier, uh, there was a talk of some warning signs of uh, when you're in lightning strike danger. Uh, you know, the smell of ozone and the you know time from the thunder to uh, to your ears from the lightning flash. One other thing that uh, is uh, is considered a, a strong warning sign is the feeling of the hair rising up on your arms and uh, and your and your body. That's a good sign that you need to be moving away from where you are very fast. K7TEJ. Yeah, you definitely want to get away from there. And if you're outside, you want to kneel on the ground or sit on a path. You don't want to lie on the ground. And you don't want to shelter in a wash or a stream bed. Uh, KE7EJF, please come with your traffic. I just wanted to clarify something that actually falls into everything uh, 
that you've covered tonight. And then, as you mentioned at the beginning of the net about a Skywarn net that uh, they had to hurry up and do their uh, uh, check-in net so, they, so the net controller could get off the air because uh, uh, of the upcoming storm. First of all, that wasn't in the valley, but that was observed from the valley. It was actually kind of comical and astonishing. But my point is, is that's a good example of why you need to be prepared. Be prepared to stay on the air during a storm. You may find out that that HT in the house is not just what you need. You might, if nothing else, at least need a more significant antenna in the house. The, the mag mounts, like many of us have mentioned, or something. But you need to have that capability to stay on the air. Doesn't mean whether it's a Skywarn net, it could be an Anmar net, it could be any kind of activation net should uh, uh, a severe storm or something come through. So I guess the real word is we've talked about all this, and you might pick this up and I might be stealing your thunder, but be prepared. KE7 Jeff. <laughs> Thank you, Dennis. Yeah, I don't mind you stealing my thunder. This is something that needs repetition. Uh, N7 and NMD, please come with your traffic. Yeah, I've got two things. Um, first of all, I think what N7BEX was mentioning um, is called the Incident Command System. So that um, if you find yourself alone, you just set up, okay, uh, first person is on, on scene is in charge until someone uh, more qualified comes along. So you just branch out from there. and. You assign some people to some jobs and other people to other jobs. It's just like we do on a net. So um, you essentially have a net and simplex. And my, my second comment is um, that this whole subject of um, being prepared is, is in the technical field is called um, failure analysis, looking at, like taking a light bulb and thinking, okay, how can it fail and how can I mitigate that failure? And um, in the emergency management world that's... Um, Oh, and I'm going to forget it because I'm thinking off the top of my head. But there's um, there's a similar thread in, in, in um, emergency management also. And I'll think about it probably after the next. N7 and MD. Thank you, Dan. Yes, um, definitely want to be aware of the incident command system. And I think there's going to be a net about that sometime in August. So uh, knowing how to... Uh, start out and how to communicate with uh, other organizations is important um, and definitely you want to know how to how to mitigate failure uh, that is um, part of the agility of being a ham is the ability to do things that uh, fixed frequency stations sometimes can't do um, any other comments or questions this is KF7 CCC net control Bad weather comes, amateur radio operators are an important resource, except when they aren't. You can't help if your radio can't transmit, or if you're injured, or if you need a helicopter to rescue you from a floodplain. Skywarn spotters in particular provide information that the weather service can't get in any other way. If the weather service doesn't know about it, then local media don't know about it, and the public doesn't know about it until possibly it's too late. I encourage you to test the equipment you use during a storm before the storm. Why not try this week? Keep the parts you need in places you know. Storms often mean you have to react quickly. Don't have your station taken offline because you can't find a BNC to UHF connector for your inside antenna. Don't wait until a storm to see how long your backup battery will last. When trouble strikes Maricopa County, make sure you can tune here. Any questions or comments before we proceed, please call now with your call sign. This is KF7CCC Net Control for the Arizona Emergency Net Maricopa. <laughs> Are there any announcements for the net? If so, call now with your call sign only. We meet again on these repeaters next Monday evening at 9 o'clock. Uh, does anybody know the topic for next Monday? W7AYU. W7AYU, go ahead. Next week's topic is two-channel liaison. W7AYU. Thank you very much. My thanks also to W7AYU. 
my alternating net control station tonight. I appreciate your help and support and stepping up when the help was needed. All stations, who would like experience in the alternating net control chair? I'm asking for a volunteer tonight to help next week. If you would like to try your hand at alternating net control next Monday night, call now. next week to uh, step in the way uh, Mark did this week and rescue things for the evening. Alright, this has been the Arizona Emergency Net Maricopa. You can find a recording archive of this net and other net information at www.ben-mar.org. That's Alpha Echo November hyphen Mike Alpha Romeo.org. For more information on Arizona Aries, go to www.az-arrl.org forward slash secure. Sign up for practical hands-on experience in public service events with the Maricopa County Emergency Communications Group at www.mcecg.net. That's Mike Charlie Echo Charlie Golf.net. While you're there, click on the AZ HandServe button on the front page to sign up for the AZ HandServe email group to receive bulletins and notices about the net and other public service topics. Thank you to all net stations for participating this evening. All stations are free to stand down and secure. Thanks to the Arizona Repeater Association for letting us use this repeater, of these repeaters. Thanks also to the general amateur radio community for cooperating with the net. This is Net Control, closing the Arizona Emergency Net Maricopa and returning the frequencies and auto patch to general amateur use. Good night and uh, happy Father's Day to all the fathers out there. This is KF7 CCC.